Welcome to another episode of Bengals of Brews. I am Del Altman, joined by my co-host, Port Chop. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Just woke up, alarm went off. It was time, Bengals and Brews time. Yeah, I just so I got back my... to work. It's uh, not been the greatest start to a school year I've ever had, but... First day with the kids, right? Yes, it was, uh, it was an interesting Beautiful day. little children. Yeah. The but future. before we, we talk too much here, we got... Like a live call in from our sideline reporter, the BSG, the Big Savage Grit. What's up, buddy? What's up? How you doing? And he's with the Iceman who likes to hold his mouth wide open like he's got a penis. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Iceman, I, Iceman I can't hear you. Right. Iceman can't hear you right now, just so you know. I know. So, I yeah, know. fuck that guy. <laughs> Look at they're him. Saying nice, looks, they're saying nice things about right. him. Sure, they are. They're yeah, saying that, that looks like a face you could just slap a dick across. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. so, he already looks like he I, got a dick slapped on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, how y'all doing? Eh, doing all right, Greg. Look, See, we got right on the sideline. Uh, Greg from getting arrested with his Yoshi Vasilov. Just saying. Hey, what other podcast has a live sideline reporter at training camp? Hey, none, I'm none. I'm trying to upgrade here. Did you guys see? Did you did you guys see uh, the tweet with me and Coach Stuff? Uh-huh. I just got up. I didn't see anything. There's no such thing Dude, as a tweet anymore, tweet, Greg. Man. Those are X's. X's. You were Xing each X's. other. X's. Dude, we compared voices. They got to play us, and he said it was legit and all that. Check it out, man. It was awesome. Yeah. Did you get him on the show yet? Yeah, right. No. no. Damn it, Greg. Dude, I probably went, probably went Jeff was in the background. Greg was too. Ex- yeah, that's show. true. He's with Jeff. I forgot he's with Jeff. No one could get a word in about a show with Jeff. Right. No, I got it though, man. It was awesome, man. It, dude, I, dude, it, it's 80 degrees out here, man. It's cloudy. You know, dude, it's not hot. It's actually a nice time to be outside, bro. That's good. Well, dude, yeah. I just can't believe I can hear you. I just. They gotta play us. Yeah, it does. It sounds like him. It's good stuff. That's right. Well, well, I don't want to distract a bunch of people around here. So, but <laughs> for example, I'll give you credit. I, I'll give you credit for stuff. I didn't think this was gonna work, man. But I can hear you guys perfectly. There you I go. mean, look at the crowd out here, man. The crowd's ridiculous. People out here. This is incredible, man. Tell that Why kid are you to so shut far the fuck away? Up. Why don't you see if you can cross the line and get closer? Cause you're live. Yeah, Tell get in say, there. I'm live. I'm recording. you live. Live on Bengals and Brews here, and then just go up to somebody and start interviewing them. Greg. Yeah, just get a player over there and start talking to them. Tell that kid to shut the want? fuck up. We're on the air. Yeah, tell that kid we're on the air. Fuck quiet, kid. Tell him yes. shut the fuck up. You're running it. Yep. Okay. Let's see how uncomfortable we can make Greg throughout this. <laughs> but yeah, man, no, man. I mean, they're on the other side of the field. I just never understand where they do that, where the fans can't see right here. Yep. You know, but let's say, man, you know, no, no, nothing too exciting's happened. There's no bad news, no good news. Um, we found out Miles Murphy's not out. Hopefully, he just has a day off today. You know, we've seen some field goal kicking. You know, I mean, just uh, 
you know, just regular stuff. But, you know, that's that, that's good news, right? Nothing bad happening. I'm pretty sure the days that you're not there, the team's on that side of the field. When you're there, they, they move away for a certain <laughs> well, no. amount of feet. Keep Yoshi Vach safe. Dude, you're right about that. <laughs> they saw that picture you took of his ass and put up on an X. <laughs> so they're like scooting across Dude. the field. Dude, I'm doing everything I can right now, man. I mean, one Christ at a time. I mean, if I really care about the show, I guess I would jump over the line and just run out like No, a Greg, don't actually <laughs> do that because then you won't be able okay. to come back. Well, hand Jeff, if you do, that, if you do hand Jeff the phone. That's right. Hand yeah. Jeff the phone. Ooh, that would be live content, though, when they tackled him. Like, no. you just see the camera just go flying. If, in and like, if you do that, Greg, right. we, will, we will clip that shit, man. And it'll, probably go, it'll probably go viral. Go ahead. Do it, Greg. Okay, here I go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, yeah, no. Anyway, check out the tweet though. I tw- I did I did tag Bruce in it. It was cool seeing Coach Stuff, man. That was awesome, you know. So, but other than that though, yeah, man. You know, just uh, practice is about to end soon and all that. So hopefully I can get my car and talk to you guys a little bit too. But I'm just like I said, I'm just glad I can hear you guys with my earbuds. Uh, Let's be honest. You just want to go in the car alone with them. Is what you want. Yo, Jeff, yes. you'll be in there giving them a hand job though. Jeff is gonna give you a hand job in the car while you're doing the show, right? Jeff, I, I tell you what they're saying, but I don't want to get thrown out. I don't want to get jerked or anything. <laughs> oh, you want to get jerked? You're going to wait to get the jerk when you jer- get in the one car. I don't want to get one 800 jerk over there. So <laughs> the jerk line. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, no man, I, everything's doing good. How are you guys doing today? Freaking great, you know. Rolled out of bed, Greg. I I had the whole. Oh. I took the whole day off today, buddy. So I I I I I'm as I'm doing good. What are you doing? I gotta see. I I gotta see if I can. They gotta play us. That's me, all right. Three. Gotta play us. They gotta play us. (laughs) Three. Gotta play us. They gotta play us. Why is your coach Duff impersonation better than Coach Duff's? They gotta play us. (laughs) No, I didn't get this on record. Did he? Strawberry, did Coach Stuff, did he not say that was a good impression I made of a Coach Stuff, right? Yes, he did. Hey, I thought it was pretty. No, that's what I said. Yours was better than Coach Stuff's. We're going to have to give him some shit about this. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Exactly, man. I mean, if I get him on the show or something, we can both go at each other. Maybe we could compare other stuff we should say, right? (laughs) Wow. What? First you said you're going to go at it, and then you said you're going to compare other stuff. Oh, you got to go at each other right on the show. Yeah, I know, who's, right? Who's got a bigger wang, Coach Duff or Big Savage Greg? I bet Greg's fucking head of his pr- fucking dick probably touches Greg, his no one can hear us, but you, because you have your right. in. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> That's true. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. He's like, yeah. everyone's going to hear you. It's like, Greg, you're the only one that can hear it. They're earbuds. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, here's they're all surrounding each other over there, as you can see, but I can't see what's going on. It looks like something's happening. I don't oh. know. This is why I can't see too well. This is why I wish them this side of the field so I could tell you what was happening. Okay, someone's going out for a pass. He's going into the end zone. Something didn't happen. Oh, Something man. didn't happen. The quarterback why? Went why? Well, no, Strawberry told me. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible play-by-play. But Strawberry told me earlier that Yoshi was trying to pass, and I wasn't paying attention, and I got at it for not filming yet. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's do me a favor and zoom in on DJ Turner real quick. So, almost caught it. Almost caught it. You can't zoom in on a video. I don't. Oh, think. you can't. No, it's. You can't. 
Very disappointing. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah, no, man. That is the best commentary ever, Greg. The people in the chat agree. Something something goes out for a pass and something didn't happen. I got to tell you, Greg, if if the NFL Network's watching this, you're about to be an official sideline reporter. Yeah. Here we go. They're about to take a no, no. Someone goes back for the snap. Don't know who it is. Someone's going to the end zone. Oh, he got sacked. Oh, Never mind. Oh, he got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> you need glasses? Seriously, I think you need glasses. The quarterback got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting made, Everybody around here is making fun of me right now for being for doing the play-by-play, and I can't blame him for that. <laughs> but it's, it's the, the worst play-by-play ever. That's good. But it's it, so but, bad but, it's good. But, Dale, it's so bad that it's good, like you say with my Kermit the Frog impression. <laughs> you do that for him, everybody down no, there. No. You and, Duff, you and Duff could trade off with that one. <laughs> okay, let's see what else is happening. They're surrounded. Uh, something's happening. It looks like something's happening. It looks like they're about to get a snap off. Okay. Oh, they're going for a punt. Oh, they're going for a field goal, and it's good. Oh, they punted <laughs> like a field goal. There's like three things. like three different things. Yeah. And then it was a- <laughs> All right. Other than that, yeah, everything else is going good. Anybody hear about Mixon's court hearing? I didn't. I didn't. All I saw was a clip the other day when the judge is like, "Take your gun out," and I'm like, right. "Oh God, it's not going to go. Sport. It's not going to go good for him, man." The judge is a bitch. You know, not like he's not a football fan. Yeah. Oh. oh, hold on, guys. I got to move. What do you got to right. move for, Greg? Excuse- Tell him to fuck off. All right, Greg. Well, we'll get to previewing a little of this Atlanta game, and then if you got some time to hop back on, we'll get you the rest of your training. Hey, I'll do. Training I'll do more play by play for you. Oh, God, please don't. Please don't. It's horrible. All right. See you guys. See, see ya. you, buddy. <laughs> Exclusive from BSG. That was from the, the best. Training camp. That was the best sideline reporting I've seen all ever in my entire life. <laughs> hey, like Matt says here for the podcast <laughs> yeah. listeners, Greg is still better than Tony Romo. One hundred percent. I, I never knew what, to tell you the truth, I'm going to be honest, man, I never knew what Duff looked like. So, because Greg doing that impersonation, I swear to God, no lie, every time I hear that got to play us, that's Greg's face is the picture that I think of when I would even hear it in the locker room. It still is, though. I thought Greg <laughs> yeah. did a better Duff than Duff did on that. He did. I'm just being honest. They yeah, need this, Greg in the locker room. It's like the All-State commercial. The guy said, he dribbles the ball. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan Ward's job is safe. We agree. Hey, that was something. I mean, it wasn't nothing. It was something. I don't know what it was. Greg does need to do his five observations after the game, after the the practice. It's going to be like, well, they kicked the ball. Something didn't happen. Right. Something didn't happen. Somebody was sacked. Brad Robbins punted, and it went for a distance. Somebody was sacked by somebody else. Yeah, it, Brad Robbins' punt went from between uh, twenty and fifty-five yards. Oh my god! Yeah, that so, was great. That was our BSG sideline reporter segment. First <laughs> time you, ever. If you st- if we stick around long enough, he might be in a car getting a hand job from Jeff while he's filling us in on what, whatever else didn't happen. And you could tell like Jeff was just mad because he's like, "There's a show, and I'm this close to it, and I can't be on it." And I don't like, have that's like pure movement. torture. Yeah. Right. We didn't ask him to be on the show. And he had no clue what we no. were saying about it. <laughs> oh, he had a clue. <laughs> yeah, he, he knew it wasn't clue. nice. When he gave us the salute, I think he knew what yeah. we were talking about. But preseason week two, uh, another Friday game. 
I believe seven o'clock kickoff. I think it's all the same basically as last Friday, as far as that goes, except we're on the road in Atlanta. Um, I would expect if we're going to see starters at all this preseason, this is when we'll see a little more. I know Dax Hill was out there. And then for Atlanta, they have Desmond Ritter. I would imagine that we would see him. We'd see B. John Robinson, the rookie that we were all raving about. You know, that would have been nice in our offense. But Atlanta went mm-hmm. and took him in the top 10. So they have Drake London, second year receiver, Kyle Pitts into his third year, the tight end. So they have some weapons. Uh, they re signed a couple of their line, linemen, Lindstrom, McGarry, uh, Jake Matthews, a veteran left tackle. That's just some of their names. Uh, some of the other receivers they have on their roster isn't very spectacular to me, at least by name off the top of my head. Matt Collins and Scotty Miller. Oh, like Scotty that. Miller? <laughs> I Go think he was, in, he was in Tampa, and he was like their fifth or sixth receiver. Good old Scotty Miller. He is their starting slot guy, it looks like, in Atlanta. Uh, I did look at some Atlanta news last night, and they're they're going to play all their starters. For like two series at least. Oh, okay, so they already announced they're going to play. Yeah, offense and, and defense. And also, I was watching something else where the score of the game is uh, like the Falcons are favored by like six and a half points, and it's because they're going to play their starters. Yeah, makes sense. If if we see our guys out there, I don't think it'll be Chase or Higgins potentially like like we talked about last time, Mix and Boyd. I could see all them being out, but I still would like to see the O-line a series yes, personally. Please. But if we didn't, see them it wouldn't shock me because they didn't play any last week either so who day to our, our buddy dustin who day and then we got charles here do you think Simeon should get more playing time i do i do think that's probably the plan was to and that's why i wondered if the starters will go because even dan horde and lapham said that you know well browning looked a little better but browning also had the second team offensive line blocking for him and Simeon had the third yeah so it's hard to really judge a guy so they usually do flip that regardless if it's the starters or not even if the starters aren't playing get Simeon behind the second team o-line and then Browning will have to play behind the third and see if it looks any different than last week even though they both played like pretty much dog shit yeah, so I was going to say <clears throat> from what I understand it's like picking like uh, which pile of dog shit you want like it is not a good fucking our backups, quarterbacks, it's not good. Yeah, it's way. like, do you want to step in a smaller pile of dog shit, but it smells worse, or do you want a bigger pile of dog shit that doesn't smell as bad? Right. Yeah. It's your choice, so, but it's still you're stepping in dog shit. I mean, we did predict if something happens to Joe, we're fucked, and now we're extra fucked. Yeah. Now we're like, ooh. But I, and uh, I was listening to some of that with you and Greg on Monday, and you guys were talking about the backup quarterback, and Greg mentioned bringing back Brandon Allen, and I'm thinking, wow, now we just added a third pile right. to the pile. What about um? I saw a lot of tweets about X's about Nick Foles. Yeah, somebody tagged us uh, said like bring in Nick Foles. I don't know if he plans on playing or. They're not, not going to bring in anybody. But they also is our buddy Will. He also threw out, you know, why not try to go after like a Matt Corral, a second year guy from Ole Miss who. Seems buried on the depth chart there in Carolina. Now that they have Bryce Young, especially that they brought in hmm. as a backup, or, I wouldn't mind that Malik Willis. Like, there's a couple got young, you know, I young guys mind Malik that, Willis. that you can maybe develop that have some just natural ability that I don't think anybody. And that's the thing. I do think Browning has a touch of 
more natural ability than Simeon, but Simeon's the older bet that's shown up and actually performed in a game. Where is Malik Willis on the depth chart now? He's Tennessee, right? Yep. Yeah, and he was the backup, but Will Levis was third right? string. How long are they going to keep Will Levis, a guy they picked like, you know, super early that they were high on? How long are they really going to keep him as a third string quarterback? I don't know. He's going to start this year. He'll start this year at some point. I just wonder the NFL is now. And I wonder if they're listing Malik Willis like that for that reason. They want somebody to come with a trade offer. And it's like, well, he's doing real good. And he's our second string quarterback. And they're hoping somebody will pony up a little more maybe than they otherwise would to get him in there. That's my maybe. Do they need a left, right, guard, tackle? They need a Jackson Carmen. Yeah, they need a guy that likes to. They need Stand a guy around. who's competed for a starting job three years in a row. Right. He has. He's and competed. played in the Super Bowl. <laughs> in the <laughs> AFC Championship game. Right. And he he was starting left tackle in a division playoff game against the Bills. We got to talk our guy up here. Straight That's up right. trade. Jackson Carmen. He's been doing yoga. He's been MMA fighting, you know, yeah. training his ass off. Preparing have you for this seen moment. his hair? He's got nice, yeah. pretty curly hair. He's got a sweet-looking goatee. I mean, he's position versatile. He can play yeah. all the positions at not left, a, right, well, guard. at a level, at a pretty consistent level of play at all these different positions. I bet you he'd be a good center too. You just got to tell him what to do. He'd be yeah. a great center, also. Yeah. He would be as good at center as he's been at guard and tackle, at right tackle, I mean, especially in guard. It's too bad that we got our starters. We're just wasting his talent. Yeah. Yeah. So he just needs a fresh. I mean, we scenery. feel good about this guy. He's a second round pick. We want him to flourish. Yeah. It's not going to happen him. here. We got yeah. Orlando Brown Jr. He has untapped potential. Exactly. This guy's yeah. a fucking, he's a gamer. Yeah. You know, when the lights come on, this motherfucker, boom. Now, you know somebody probably tuned in for the first <laughs> time ever and saw us just glowingly talking up what they thought talking up, Jackson Carmen. <laughs> right. And yep. was like, I never watched that fucking show again. Those guys don't know shit. We're doing, we're, listen, just so everybody knows, we do, we do this for the scouts of the 31 other teams that watch this show to see how we feel about the players for good trades and shit like that. But we'll just start with the offense. Some of the names there I mentioned for Atlanta. Anybody you're looking for for them? I mean, we kind of already have our favorites here in Cincinnati. The Yosabashas, the Turners, the DJ Ivy. Can he step up this week? But And we can talk more about Bengals. But from the Falcons, anybody on their offense since they are playing starters? I'll tell you, uh, yeah, you know, I'm uh, – I like LSU, but I'm also a local guy, man. So I'm looking for Desmond Ritter to play good. I want this guy to do great. I really do. Because it's our claim to fame. We're, we're from Cincinnati. What fucking quarterback from Cincinnati plays in the goddamn NFL? The shit doesn't happen. And yeah. if this guy does a good job and he's got a chance because the other guy I'm looking forward to is like you said, someone, a lot of people here thought if he fell to us, maybe we could get him as Bijan Robinson. My <laughs> you, fucking bastard you son. You and your bastard son Woo! thinking alike. Uh-huh. We are on the wavelength, Anthony. Yeah, but and then I am Charles thinks Simeon will be fine. I don't know. You got more faith in him than me, but I'm hoping you're correct because I we need a, <laughs> yeah. something. I don't. Well, we need Joe Burrow, but still, I'll still go to the games. I'll still yell who day. I'll still yell defense. My feet will still hurt. I'll still drink beer in the parking lot. But please, God, 
please, <laughs> please. Right? Yeah. And, and as far as the offense goes, other than that, I'm not, you know, I like Kyle Pitts. I like to see how he's going to do. That's getting Drake, you know, um, Drake London, right? Yep. It'd be nice, but that's all connected to Des Ritter. So if those guys do good, it makes Des look good. In the regular season, fuck them guys. But in the preseason, I don't even give a shit about the score. Well, I'll tell you, not just Desmond Ritter, but all their quarterbacks here. So they picked up Taylor Heineke. Des, oh, yeah, I right. think he, I think his lease will be kind of short, honestly, if he's not performing and they're not right. winning. They paid Heineke like two years, $20 million. That is not like, hey, you're going to be our backup all season long. That is, if Ritter's slipping, you're starting. That's definitely and, yeah. safety net pay. For sure. And then their third string guy, a blast from the past that we drafted in the seventh round back in the day, Logan Woodside. That's a fucking name. He was drafted in the same seventh round with Auden Tate and like Rod Taylor, who got hurt in the first preseason to guard and never played. Hmm. The more you know. Right. But uh, yeah, Bijan, I'm looking forward to Bijan. Um, Pitts saying, like, I still can't believe Pitts got drafted over Jamar Chase. Like, but. Hey, thank you, Atlanta. Thank God. <laughs> thank you, Atlanta. Yeah. Hey, they're probably pretty upset about it now, too, the way it turned out. And I out. like Pitts, but yeah. once again, even though he's talented, I, I taking a tight end at five, it's just one of those things. Exactly. It's, it's the value. Me. It's the positional value. That's what yeah. somebody was arguing with me the other day at work. They were saying something about Travis Kelsey's getting paid like uh, uh, what's so, Tyreek Hill. And I was like, no, he's not. And they're like, yeah, he's like uh, – Something I said. I said he's a fucking tight end. I said he's a great tight end. Yeah, but he's a tight end, so the positional value isn't as great as a wide receiver. So I, we looked at the contracts, and it's like way less. Well, according to that top one hundred, he's better than Joe Burrow. So fuck right, he is. I he's so good, that guy. That. <laughs> yeah. And then a backup O lineman that here at least listed, he could end up starting. I know a lot of people were high on him, and the Bengals apparently were too. Just as a name to mention, not that a bunch of us are going to sit there and break down Atlanta's O-line play, but right. Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse. Oh, yeah. That was a name mentioned a lot, and I just mm-hmm. that name stood out to me on the depth chart there. Um, so mention him for offense. And then moving on to defense, like they brought in some, some veteran defensive guys. Goliath Campbell and David Anyamata as a D-tackle from the Saints and to pair with Grady Jarrett. So we'll see. That could be scary if it's our second string O lineman versus their improved uh, defensive line. I'm not looking forward to that. It may not matter who our quarterback is because whoever they put out there may get destroyed if it's not our line against their starters for two series. Because Grady Jarrett's still, to me, one of those that got away. Loved that guy so much coming out, and he fell to like fourth or fifth round in Atlanta. And, I mean, he is a first, late first, second-round talent. And then also, obviously, they they have Jesse Bates, who they signed from us for $16 million a season. They traded for Jeff Okuda, only gave up a fifth-round pick. Second-year safety, Richie Grant. And then A.J. Terrell is their corner, who's, you know, he's a pretty solid corner. And then Bud Dupree is also an, an old name he's- from the division. <laughs> Man, when I heard Bud Dupree back in the day, when when Pittsburgh drafted him, I thought, oh, fuck. 
Now I yeah. see Bud Dupree down in Atlanta. I'm thinking they are thirsty. They fucking need somebody because Bud Dupree did not pan out in the NFL like he played at Kentucky. He was decent for the Steelers for a couple yeah. years, but then when he left there, he didn't. He hasn't done jack shit. Mm-mm. Maybe he wasn't great with career. the Steelers, but he had a couple so-so years. I Sometimes like. it's the system, and all you know, look at. I mean, if you just take the Bengals system for something, Luran Arumo brings in free agents that didn't do shit. Look at Chidobe Awuzie. You know what I'm saying? He brings Von Bell people. was like okay, but he wasn't the Von Bell that right. You know, got the contract three years, twenty four million. You know, even Trey before we got him. You know, Trey Hendrickson. Everybody, Luana Rumo gets him, and he plays to their strengths. So maybe that'll happen with Bud Dupree. I don't know. We we had a whole role for a guy named Trey Flowers, right? The Trey Flowers role, and here's a guy who washed out in Seattle, and now he is. On Atlanta. So and he is one of also, the backup corners he, for them, too. He's not a backup corner because the guy ahead of him went down. So he's a starting corner right now. Trey Flower, Jeff Okuda went down? Yeah. He says it's questionable on my paper that I'm maybe that's out. Maybe that's, maybe that, okay. So maybe I just read that he's playing with, maybe the, with the number week. ones because he's, yeah. he's on the sideline. But they said that uh, he's coming in there and he's playing great, Trey Flowers. Yeah. Is what I read. Well, and he did good for us, too. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play a lot, but when he played, he made some plays, and he was a right. part of a team that went on a Super Bowl run. And he's got continuity with their safety. Yeah, I think Bud did get hurt in Pittsburgh and kind of fell off after that. Mm-hmm. And then, if you like names, Young Hoku. Oh, is that the uh, – Is their kicker. Yeah, the kicker. How could you not like a – well, I ain't going to say that. A young Ho because how young. Yeah. yeah. An over-18-year-old Young Ho. Right. Yeah. Over 18. Yeah, moving along. Right. That's too much to have to leave that one clarify. alone. Yeah, yeah. Moving along. But yeah, on defense, anybody there that stands out? I mean, is just, you think we're going to finally see Jesse Bates in preseason action? I would imagine so because he's on the new team with the new system. So you would think he's going to come out there and pl- play a couple series. Plus, they said they're playing all their starters. So yeah, yeah we're going to see Jesse Bates the third. And I Damn. hope that guy does good too. Yeah, I don't have any hate against Jesse Bates. All he these was great. guys, he though, was a great teammate. He's a captain. Yeah. The only thing I was thinking about Jesse Bates, and I don't know, it's not super negative. It's just that, like, you see all these people that have been signing with us and and taking um team friendly deals because they love playing with Zach Taylor and Lou Anarumo. You know, our whole linebacking core did that. You know, um, Wilson and Pratt took less money to stay here and play for these coaches. So I hope it works out for Jesse, but. I bet if he would have took a team-friendly deal, he'd be starting here in Cincinnati this year. Yeah, and then I don't know what the – I mean, if he could – if he would have – that's I just wonder if they even offered him anything after they drafted Dax. I just always thought the writing was on the wall at that point. You know, you wonder, though, if they weren't like, hey, if you want to stay for $8 million. But, man, right. I don't know. You tell me you want this job. Like, I really like this – I like the job I'm at. Or I can pay you double to go here. I'm probably going with the double to pay. That well, I mean, honestly, even if we keep Jesse for seven million, even seven million dollars, we pay Jesse seven million dollars. That's seven million dollars that we're taking away from the whole T Burrow Chase deal. Yeah. So maybe that factors in. Maybe if Jesse stays, that's a thought that you know they don't have enough to sign T also, or it may be Logan Wilson or Pratt. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's a domino then, effect. The only name on really on like their. Other, well, two names here stand out for me on their backup 
defensive players and that's Zach Harrison because obviously I'm a high state guy big dude out of Ohio State like six seven you know he played all over the D line there um always had the talent didn't really show it on the field all the time and then he kind of fell in the draft because of that a bit but I mean all the talent in the world five-star recruit coming out um and then Arnold Ebiketti so he's uh from Penn State good really good pass rusher so their weapons to me just looking at this and the between the rookies and the veteran free agents they brought in and that was i think they were dead last in sacks so they had to do something but it does on paper look like a a more improved pass rush which kind of sucks for us because we didn't look good against the pass last week with backup linemen so this could not this might not be pretty in atlanta either between the bad quarterback play and bad backup O-linemen with them starting their starters right off the bat. But just keep that in mind. It's going to be their starters, most likely, and a good chance it'll be our backups. So don't get right. too frustrated on Friday if it looks bad again early. I think Matt's talking about the contract thing I was talking about. Like if Jesse yep. stays, Jesse Orlando, Orlando. Yeah. Orlando. Your best, friend, your best friend or Jesse Bates? Yeah, right. And please, God, like I said, I call Joe Burrow the asset. Protect the asset. That's the most important thing in this whole season is protect the asset. The only and so far in training camp, nobody hurt him. He hurt himself, you know, with that calf strain. It wasn't something. Yeah. Well, and we've seen Trey blowing by Orlando Brown some, but I, I like I said on Twitter, uh, I don't know last week or whenever it was, I said, you know, I'm not concerned about that because Trey Henderson kind of does that to everybody. Number one, right? And two, I think Orlando Brown's a gamer. I think when the lights go on, Orlando Brown's going to play even better. I mean, oh, he's yeah. been a four-time Pro Bowler right. for a reason. Yes. So I, I'm not super concerned about any of that stuff with Trey Hendrickson, but I and we need him to play at a Pro Bowl level, just point blank. Like we need him, and hopefully Jonah is fringe Pro Bowl level of a player this year, right tackle. Man, if we get that on the bookends with yeah, the oh my God. with the solid interior play with the three three same guys back from last year, right. Man, maybe our whole our whole O line goes to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Wouldn't that be? So? I'd just take like one. What happens with Jonah if he goes to the Pro Bowl as a right tackle? What's he's What's in his mind? What's he start thinking then? Somebody's gonna give him a boatload of money and tell him he can play yes. left tackle. If he goes to the Pro Bowl, I'm always like hoping that he does really good and then he'll take it a uh, and he'll take a another what somewhat team friendly deal and stay, but yeah. uh, probably not. Yeah, well, what really pissed him off is then we franchise tagged him after all this after this year. Yes. But that but would be an expensive franchise tag that I don't think the Bengals would do. We, we still got Leo Collins for two years, right? This year and next year. This year and next. So mm-hmm. and that's what I mean. If he sticks on the roster, then you at least have a body there, and then you can try to draft somebody to compete. You know. And Leo Collins is a good right tackle. He good was ish. starting to come on. Towards the end of the season, before he got hurt, he was starting to come on a lot better. He started off rough. He's not good against speed, and that, and that, if anything, that was Orlando Brown's weakness. It is the same thing. So, like, if you go, if you get against a team who's just like, we're gonna put speed on the edge on both sides, that's a little nerve wracking to me. If you had Collins and Brown in there at the same time, with just pure speed rushers. I love how Orlando Brown's just like, when he's interviewed, he's like, I am not the best athlete. He was like, I am not a great athlete. I just make up for it in my technique and my drive and my confidence. 
And, and he Fox... studies like he's a student of the game. Like, he... and he's got a foxtail since the eighth grade. Did you see his interview? With Kay? he's got like 12 or 12, 12 of those foxtails. I started thinking of the hair, and I'm like, he doesn't have that hair. And then I remembered how he carried those around. Yeah, right. Twelve. I'm of thinking them. like foxtail, like he's got the little thing coming out the back. Uh, I don't the, know uh, what do they call that. The um, fox something tail. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Yeah, I don't. Need... I I just remember the bad word it was called back in the '80s when I grew up, and it was acceptable. I'm not repeating that one. I was gonna say I don't think I would. Rat tail. Hey. If Chop don't want to say whatever <laughs> yeah, right. the thing from the 80s was, you know it's bad. It rat really tail. Bad. That's They call it rat tail. Oh, oh look. Yeah, they, your brother came through at the same yeah. time. My other bastard. They're coming through for me. We're on the same wavelength, me and my bastards. Yeah. You got enough of them. I know. They're running around. They're coming out of the woodwork. I didn't even. It's the show that brought them out. Yeah. Look, Chris they might be a rat, bastard all child the, of mine, too. You said all the millions we made off this show. <laughs> right. Now, all of a sudden. Here they come. They're looking for a handout. The millions and the millions and the millions of listeners and viewers. That was all bullshit, guys. There ain't nothing. He ain't got shit. <laughs> no. He got I'm cat sorry. litter. You want some cat litter? Yeah. The secret is I'm sitting in the basement of a fucking uh, 1,500 square foot house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine's smaller than that. So you ain't yeah. get shit from me either. Right. We're broke as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Team broke. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I do get an extra dollar, I fucking spend it on uh, our own merchandise, which I get charged full price for. Same. Same. Yeah. Uh, Even a fucking koozie. I paid full price for this koozie and uh, the shipping. Uh, yeah, I paid full 100%. price for that koozie too, you know? It's like, damn it, I need the season to start back when I can just say, hey, Derek, I'm going to hand some of these out and keep like three of them. Right. No, Man. I usually... No, I usually would. I'd give my own away, so then I have to get another front one from him every time. I think I got me a new koozie coming to, I, uh, today. I ordered one, but it's not it's not a Bengals and Brew, but it's going with my whole thing, and you're not going to be there at that game, to the Ring of that Honor will, game. Yeah. Oh, my game. God. I got a whole fucking thing going on. It's going to – I'm trying to wait. I, I, I hate to do this to you, but I hope it's like 100 degrees for that game. God damn. I know. No. Well, it's out of selfishness because I'm not going to be there. And I bought one of our hoodies in the whiteout one. And it's like, at least it could be hot. And I couldn't wear that anyways. Because, you know, yeah. last year I had, I didn't even have, I wore like a black hoodie. Oh, and speaking of hoodies, my 17-year-old came down here. It was their first day of school. And they go to a different school than what I work at. And she's pissed. They told him they can't wear hoodies. What school this year? Do you just cut the fucking hood off? You can wear a sweatshirt with no hood. I don't, I don't get it. I know you like, yeah, you can't wear the hood on your head. Like you can't wear a hat. That's you know what I mean. That's been a rule. You but know you can't wear you can't wear hoodies to school or jackets. Well, what are you supposed to like? If the building's cold, like you know, for us it's been you haven't been able to wear head like the heavy coats, the trench coat type stuff since all that stuff happened with Columbine. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I get that. But how can you not have hoodies or jackets? I and she was know. like, is it like that at your school? And I'm like, not that I'm aware of. So I, you know, I messaged like the assistant principal and I'm like, hey, is that a new rule for us? Because apparently Northwest told the kids, well, it's the whole county. Like, not that I've heard it. Well, if he haven't heard, hasn't heard of it, he said, I seen a bunch of kids wearing hoodies today. It's like, I'm like, yeah, no shit. 
you know, that's half, of, that's half of what the kids got because they just, they're comfortable wearing hoodies. Like, yeah. And they wear them in the wintertime. And that's like the only coat they wear. My kids would go out in a hoodie and flip flops to go to school in January. So basically, my daughter wanted me to find out about my school because then she wants, you know, the roommate to go raise hell about how much bullshit that is, which you I do what? agree. That is bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> I, back bullshit. when I was a kid, they fucking wouldn't let you wear the uh, Simpson shirts in. Because of Bart. That's I mean, that's how far this world's come, man. You can look well, you can watch regular TV now and see titties on TV after 10 p.m. When I when I was a kid, um but you can't you wear, wear a Bart you couldn't wear a Bart Simpson shirt to school because he's But now said, you can't wear hoodies at some places. Now you can't wear hoodies, yes. Like make that make sense to me. Oh, they probably let you wear holes in your jeans up to your fucking crotch area. Right. But you can't wear a fucking hoodie. Right, yeah. Make it make sense, man. Because they don't even sell clothes anymore for fucking kids that don't basically have holes in them and shit. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. I know the roommate has a pair of, which I mean, she's a doll. This is different. But still, she has a pair of jean shorts and literally slit, slit, slit right where her ass is. Yeah. Like, who buys pants like that? I'm going to get a pair. We should get a pair, Chop. We should fucking wear it. A. Matching, yeah. cut out, ass. Ass. Ass jeans. Ass cut out. I don't know. I don't even know. Ass slits. That, just, yes. that don't sound good either. I'll tell you. It'll keep us cool. You know, maybe some shorts like that. The other day, When we went down to that preseason game, I about passed the fuck out. See, and this is stupid too. You couldn't wear South Park shirts. I can understand if it's like, you know, fuck you guys. You know, yeah, right. Like a, There's a little quote caption like, says, fuck you guys. But if it's like the four characters and it doesn't say anything, yeah. it says South Park. Yeah. Why can't you wear that? What is wrong with that? Right. I think Bart Simpson's shirt said, don't have a cow, man. You couldn't <laughs> oh, wear, that wear that shit. Better not wear that, top. You can't wear that, but Eddie Murphy can get on stage back then for 20 minutes, make fun of homosexuals. Jesus. Yeah, it's, uh, everything's crazy, man. Oh, but you couldn't wear the Bart Simpson shirt. No. Now, you guys would really perforated Daisy Dukes. Is that, is that I, won't get, I won't get I, out of the parking man, lot. Chris, what do you do for a living? You use words like perforated. Jesus Christ. Perforated. That's a big word. You got done that. I got my port pulled at Burbanks. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's how old I am, Darth. I remember Burbanks. I know where it was. Right there in Kentucky. Right there in Kentucky. I want to get my port pulled. I don't know. Fuck right. Maybe if that's the start of it, Dale, if we start wearing those fucking perforated Daisy Dukes. And then we'll start getting our port pulled? Uh, well, if they're Daisy Dukes, my fucking balls will probably dangle out the front of them. Perforated pulled pork penises. Nothing like pulling Small pork chops penis. pork. Pull pork chops pork. It's yeah. a it's a whole thing. Pull yeah. pork chops pork. Say that fucking t- ten times fast. Dang it. Pull pork chops. So pork. Greg continues to try to join for everybody. <laughs> He's tried to join like three times, and it just the the video does not work so he's probably now racing home he probably <laughs> right. shoved jeff out of the vehicle since i think jeff rode with him he's probably get the fuck out i gotta make it to the end of the show i told him i'd be back right plus he's got to get home in time before the show and down a fucking big glass of milk before he gets on yeah i mean he, he said it wasn't the house it wasn't that hot so maybe he doesn't need his milk yeah. today he might not need as much yeah milk. instead of chugging a half gallon of milk he's just gonna take a sip of milk Hey, I know it was earlier to show, but I want to circle back around about this Joe Mixon thing because I just I was wondering this today. It's like um 
he is not going to play 17 fucking games for Cincinnati this year because no matter so? what happens, I think he's going to get some NFL discipline. The I guy waved it. a gun at a fucking – it was a road rage thing. Look, I, I don't want him to miss a game. But but I did. They he waved a gun at no, a yeah. You're right. No, I, and threatened somebody. Does he's he have to be get found discipline. guilty of that to get the I, discipline from the? I NFL. don't know. Isn't there hasn't there been cases where people weren't found guilty in court, but the, but the NFL still disciplined them? Yeah, but and this is the Bengals like, we're talking about. If it's found like not guilty, you didn't do that. Then maybe if he played for the Steelers. But this is the Bengals we're talking about, and the fucking NFL hates us. I don't, I just feel like he's not going to play 17 games. Well, then. And he's got a bitch of a judge. Comes in there, she's like, get fucking spit the gum out, motherfucker. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, she was like, I don't like him already. Right. Right off she's the She's probably like, rip. he's an entitled athlete. And it's like, yeah. you're an entitled judge. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he is an entitled athlete, though. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, personally. Oh, oh. Jolly could wear a shirt with frogs fucking on it. Teachers didn't say anything. Probably because they, they didn't were, know what was going on. They were probably yeah, what the hell is they it? probably just thought they were riding on each other's backs like cute little frogs. Like that's pretty cute. <laughs> Look it's at like frogs. a butterfly. Sh- yeah. It's like, oh man, that's a cute butterfly shirt. The butterflies are all just slinging dick and eating pussy. And, <laughs> right. Yep. Like, they got that little fun? fucking twisty little thing coming out right yeah. up in the butterfly te- pussy. Te- te- and they're like, that is cute. And then there's some and frogs we're talking fucking. About, we're talking about butterflies fucking and frogs fucking. <laughs> right. Yeah. We are off the rails. And we're also talking about Jackson Carmen being the fucking greatest left tackle in the history of the NFL. Well, that's true. <laughs> right. Yeah. Great trade value there. If we'll you're take, listening. Yeah. Tennessee Titans. Taylor won. He's out. You got rid of him. He's your left tackle. You want another guy who can hold it down for 10 years? Right. Call us. We'll Boom. take Malik Willis for Jackson Carmen straight up. You get you a lockdown Pro Bowl left tackle, and all we get in return is a backup quarterback to backup. develop. That you, right. that's that you got Will Levis anyways. You got the banana eating machine. You right, he's need, only for practice. This Malik Willis. We'll guy. take Malik Willis off your hands and give you a Pro Bowl left tackle in Jackson Carmen. There you go. Call us. Like you'll be thanking us down years down the road. Yeah. I mean, we can get this still done for you. Just give yeah. me your job a call. And we'll we'll get in touch with our people. And we'll have our people call your people. So this must be when they were trying to sign him, like last year, right? Yeah, probably. Be- maybe before that's before that franchise tag. Is my guess. Because I just, I don't know. To me personally, I mean, I could be wrong. I just always felt Dax Hill, it's, it's that. It's just... Dax well, Hill me, has similar abilities to him with the, his coverage and everything. And isn't Dax Hill like – I mean, Jesse Bates was great, but doesn't that Dax Hill, his potential, like he's so athletically gifted, right? Yeah. The play I mean, where I he broke I don't up want that, to down. I don't want to downplay how good Bates was. And no, Bates was really no. good. A lot of people thought Bates could have went just as high as what Dax Hill did in the draft. But Dax Hill could have also went higher, but – End of the first round type area would not have been a stretch for Jesse Bates when he came out. And he was very athletic and he had he had turnovers and he had different things at his time at Wake Forest. So I, yeah. I just think similar like and if anything similar, maybe Dax has a little more of the forty yard dash speed and stuff like that because he ran a four or three something. So right. Hey, I hope Dax Hill is as good as Jesse Bates. Yeah, we'd take as good. Yeah, we would. 
If he goes he above that, that's athlete. even that's spectacular. But yeah. I hope he's like even ninety yeah. percent of Jesse Bates because that would be fucking awesome. And I hope Jordan Battle is ninety percent Von Bell. No, I think Nick Scott this year maybe has to be. I think I don't know, man. I I think Jordan Battle's upside is higher than Von Bell's. Oh yeah, I I think so too. But you think Nick Scott? Uh, Jordan Battle, yeah, he's. Not I think Nick start. Scott will play more this year. I but think uh, so too. I think Battle will probably start earning more. He looked good in the preseason. To me, he just looked comfortable out there. He looked confident. He's making plays on special teams. He's making plays at safety. He's making plays in the fast game, the run game. He looked like just an all-around dude. Probably the whole reason that he played early and often Alabama, plus all the special teams. Everything you heard about Jordan Battle and read about him that made made us happy about that pick after it was made and reading and you saw it on the field in preseason game one. So if he continues playing like that and he's doing it in practice, how are you going to keep him off the field? Right. And uh, is he from, is he from down there? I don't know. I know that he originally committed to Ohio state. Oh, did he? And then changed to Bama. But I don't, I don't know that that means he's like close to either one of those where he, you know what? You're going to make me have to just look it up real quick. I just, when I hear his voice with that, whatever accent he's got, man, you know, it's that stereotype accent. When, you know how, like, people from the South, they get stereotyped to being, like, not smart just because of their accent. But Jordan he is, Battle. He was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I don't know. He must <laughs> not. He didn't get that fucking accent from Fort Lauderdale. He got that. From four years in college in Alabama. And Alabama. <laughs> like, he went in there just talking regular. Yeah. And he came out talking like fucking uh, the guy, the fucking the water coach boy. on the water boy. The frog muffins. You like to see almost naked? I don't know. You like to see almost naked? I like to get out here and do safety stuff. Yeah. When you hear voice, you think, the same. Exact like, same person. Exact yeah. same weird thing. Yeah, I'm your bastard too. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, I ain't got no money, Dale. I know. You passed that down to me apparently also before you right. knew me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh I don't I don't think we're gonna really be able to wait on Greg here. So no, why don't please. we bring back an old segment, an old news segment? Called Ask Chop Anything. Oh, okay. So if anybody in the chat wants to ask our guy, Port Chop, any questions about life, about anything, the man's done it all. Didn't you deliver beer? I did deliver beer. You I worked delivered. in a strip club. I worked in a strip club. I delivered beer. I judged a, a cannabis cup. I did judge a cannabis cup. I drove you a did cement. Hookers. You did hashtag hookers. I had, had sex with hookers. Uh, oh, I drank a gallon of milk in an hour. So all this shit we give Greg, and you just out here wilding out. The radio, it was a radio thing. They had me drink a gallon of milk in an hour because there's a thing that's like it's impossible to drink. You also shaved. I didn't shave. Had a woman had a woman shave. (laughs) A listener, a random listener for the radio station came in and shaved my balls. Actually, above the balls too, my fupa, my fat upper penis area. And, and all shaved, huh? They yeah, just did it all. Yeah, yeah there was uh, 
when I, you know, back then I wasn't a manscaper, so I had me a fucking big old bush. And when she got done, that bush was laying all over the carpet in the radio station. Who cleaned it up? Did you have to I clean it up? The cleaning crew. You didn't have to clean up your own bush? I left my own bush laying right there on the floor in the radio station, yep. All right, here's a question. How long did it take you to get your RN? Two years. I went to – so I got laid off every year from driving that cement mixer, and I came home one time, and my wife said, why don't you go to nursing school? She was going to go to nursing school. She got pregnant with the twins, and she had to stop the process. She was getting registered for school, and she was going to go, but she had to stop. And so I came home from work one day driving that cement mixer, and I get laid off every winter, and she said, why don't you go to nursing school? And I said, okay. So she was kind of being an ass. She, I didn't know this. Years later, after I graduated from nursing school, after I'm working as a nurse for years – we were talking about it, and she tells me she was being a smart ass about it. Like, she was upset <laughs> because she couldn't go to nursing school. And so when I come home, she's like, why don't you just go? Basically translated, it's okay. like, look, motherfucker, why don't you fucking go to nursing school, you son of a bitch? But all I heard was, why don't you go to nursing school? And I thought, it did. I was like, five-second thought. I was like, huh, that's good money. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> and that was in that was in October of 2009 and in january of 2010 i was sitting in the desk in an anatomy class with my fucking brain soaked in malted hops and bong water trying to figure out how the how the fuck to learn again it was it was hard <laughs> like was how hard. do i learn how do i get keep this information i could I lit it was like a locomotive taking off man like i could literally just feel my brain trying to wake up it was just laying there doing nothing for years getting high with me and then i take it in there and it's like what the fuck are you doing to me I'm trying to send it impulses to Your think brain was shit. so pissed yeah but two years i got my associate's degree i do not have my bachelor's degree and i love an associate's degree i do not want a bachelor's degree fuck school no i'm done that's with for it. the that's for the kids out there that's for yeah for for all the children watching fuck school not about it, except for my kids. They got one year left. Get the fuck to school. Get graduated. School's great, kids. Yeah, your kids, but That's, the rest yeah. of kids. for my yeah. kids, schools for my kids. School's awesome. Get that diploma. Yeah. Here is another one. What is your favorite death metal band? I don't know. You know, it's hard for me to consider what's death metal, but I really like Slipknot. I like um, um, Lamb of God. I like uh, back in the day Slayer. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. Drowning Pool is that death metal? I don't think so. Hey, Dart's gonna try to save some uh, college money here. He's gonna clip that, send it to his daughter <laughs> right. who just went off to college. Right. Yep. Saving money, Dart. That's what I do, so you can make me a couple extra chains. Is this what you make? <laughs> oh yeah. Over a hundred thousand a year. Consider has him considering going back to school. Yeah, it's uh, yep. I do pretty good. That's all. <laughs> I, do. I do pretty good. Chop works. I get paid time too. Listen, this is for real, man. Because I work in psych. It's I don't work medical. I work psych. So um, I'm not. I don't have to round on patients. I work in a psych emergency. I don't have to round on patients. So hey, and uh, Charles is proud of you. He's a good profession. Air conditioning, in, summer heat in the winter, working in customer service, so you got to have some patience. But it's a great job. Proud of you, poor job. Oh, and thanks, man. He's in psych emergency, so he really has to have patience. Yes, 
I, we had one last night, man. I mean, ever you know, they bring us people that are drunk and stuff, and this one last night was just, uh, you know, had she was sick. But we had two of them come in. Like, we put one – we had to put one in restraints, and then there was one waiting outside the door to come in, and she had to go in restraints too. So it can be kind of trying, and I felt bad. You know, I, just because I put someone in restraints doesn't mean I don't feel bad. I feel horrible. Yeah putting someone in restraints. It's my last thing that I want to do. Number one, it creates a lot of fucking extra work for me because I got to fill out restraint forms and everything else and then keep monitor them every 15 minutes, check on them, get their blood pressure, get, you know, and I'm getting them shots and they're fighting. I don't like it. Yeah. I'd much rather have people that come in and they're cool, but something, man. Mental illness. But you crazy. have to do what you have to do and you have to do it sometimes for the good. You're doing it for the good of that person. Also. Yes. And, you know, some people would see these people and be like, what a fucking asshole. And uh, I, I'm like that in my head, too. But at the same time, I'm like, man, what an asshole. But, man, I feel so fucking bad for them, you know. Well, we'll, we'll cheer you up a little bit. Well, this might not. If you want to go see Disturbed, you missed it. So that that also Disturbed is a good. Up. Yep. But how about this? What yeah. is your feelings on restraints in the bedroom? I've no. used them. I have used them. We used to have this thing called a liberator. It was a, uh, it's a wedge. It's a, it's a foam pillow, like hard foam, but it's a, in a wedge form and it had restraints on the four corners. The liberator I threw it away a long time ago because that motherfucker wasn't doing anything except sitting in the bedroom collecting dust. But and yeah, you were afraid she was just going to chain you up and leave you there. I have thought, right. Well, they were Velcro. I probably could have got out of those. Oh. The, the ones that work, I've thought about bringing, like, we threw away all of our uh, leather restraints down there. They got these new ones that are like, excuse me, nylon and Velcro with locks on them. Uh, they're supposed to be better for the patients than the leathers. But I did think, man, it'd be nice to have a set of them leathers at home. Yeah, like, if you're just going to throw these out. Right. Except I could, for. I could find a use for these still at home. I remember a lot of people I put those leathers on, and they need a good scrubbing. Well, I'm guessing this is supposed to say, would you uh, blow a pee-pee for a million dollars? Yeah. yeah. No hesitation. Yeah. yeah, I don't even care. He would have done it for free, but if you're going to give him a million dollars. Right, a million dollars? Please, it's tax-free too? I mean, even if they take tax out, it probably, yeah. Here's another What about Mudvayne? Do you like Mudvayne? Yeah, Mudvayne's cool. I mean, I don't listen to a whole lot of Mudvayne, but yeah, I have before. They're good. Probably Slipknot if it's 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 my favorite one. Pick. Did, yeah. Oh, didn't like was it their lead singer passed away not too long Corey, ago? Corey, what's his name? Did he really? I think so. Am I, I mean, right? I don't I don't keep up. I don't want to break your heart anymore. here. Like, I mean, you wouldn't break my heart, but I think his name was Corey, the lead singer of Slipknot. My favorite song for Slipknot is "People Equal Shit." You have to listen to that the song. Drum, the drummer, Joey Jordison, founding drummer of the band Slipknot, died at 46 in 2021. Mm. That's the first thing that pops up. So your guy might still be okay. Oh, and maybe okay. it's just a founding member. I don't know. That's all I'm seeing. So I don't. That's the last thing I want to do is throw out that someone died that didn't die. I'll right. tell you one that, that Bob. Corey Taylor. Yeah, he's still alive. Still alive. Thank and what uh, the fuck is this? $6. And a fried bologna that's sandwich. That's what you. That's what it takes to get you. Oh yeah, <laughs> damn! I love fried bologna, David. You know it. You had him at fried bologna. I, he needs. $6. I don't even need the six bucks. You got a fried bologna sandwich, man. 
I haven't had a, it's a toasted white bread, fried bologna with some mayonnaise, no cheese. Mayonnaise on toasted white bread and some fried bologna. Fucking delicious. I know you don't like mayonnaise. You oh, put some ketchup on it. Greg would drown that fucker in A1. Guess what? The roommate made me and her for dinner last night. What? Just got to guess. What's something I like? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Breakfast food. So oh, breakfast food. You said white toast. And that made me think oh. about the... I love breakfast food, man. Yeah, I man. love. Had some, uh, some fried eggs and some toast and some uh, home fries. Bam. Dude, this roommate, this roommate is coming on to you, I think. That's Maybe. the way I would consider it. Maybe. Man, we both got know. we both got dinner lucky yesterday. I walked upstairs yesterday to get ready for work, and my wife had a beautiful tuna casserole sitting on the stove. Nobody in my house eats tuna casserole but me. So so. You just take the whole thing to work? I Well, I took half of it to work, and I'm taking the other half tonight. Boom. I there fucking... I love tuna casserole, man. And I woke up and she made that thing for me. Next thing you know, I might tell I might get laid. I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Bro, it's all it's all happening, Chop. It's all happening. We might have to we might have to talk off the air. You can give me some tips. <laughs> How to do I it don't, again? Yeah, it's been such a the long clitor- time. Like we might need a diagram. The clitoris is located. Yeah. It's in the <laughs> middle there. <laughs> I watched the Pornhub and get re-educate myself. Oh, here's a great, here's a great question. No, did Greg ever get your thing? Man, this Fuck mother. No, I you told know, him what- and you know, if Yoshi gets ten preseason catches, that mother effer week two, the next time he's gonna see me at a game, he's gonna be like, "Where's my beer? Where's my right. stadium beer? Yep. Where's my stadium beer?" And he can't even go get chop his damn what was it? Chop cheese, chop cheese, chop yeah. Ted Karras's number one sandwich in the entire world. Chopped cheese sandwich at Day Lily. Come on, Greg. You got to go get the sandwich. By this point, when I walk into Day Lily, they should just give me the sandwich anyway. Greg shouldn't have to pay for it. Look how many uh, sandwiches I sold for him on the show here. You know everybody in the fucking chats went to Day Lily and got a a fucking sandwich, including um, Rowdy, who lives down there in fucking Clemson town. (laughs) He's probably drove up here for the fucking sandwich. He had to do what he had to do. Right. And, uh... Have you like seen the progress of Cincinnati over the years? Uh, that edge, but new stuff opening every day. So just the city in general, and then also like the players love playing here and things like that. But oh man, the city I, and the banks and all that. I'm I'm assuming I, all I that. love Cincinnati. I really do. Like when I think about moving somewhere else, man, it's so hard to think about moving out of Cincinnati. And then the winter time comes and it's freezing ass cold, and then it does sound a lot better to live in Florida. But I don't like extreme heat, and I don't like extreme cold, so Cincinnati's pretty good. I mean, it gets too hot some days and too cold some days. But um, despite the river river looking like a big fucking uh, river of mud because it's so fucking nasty and dirty, I wouldn't put my big toe in it. Uh, It's just beautiful, like the skyline of Cincinnati. You put your big toe in dirtier things. In the river? Yeah, I have. I have. But not in a dirtier river. Right. So, but... The city's just beautiful. I'm maybe I'm biased, but our skyline is is gorgeous. 
If you look at like if you see a picture of it from the Kentucky side and you catch one of those bridges and you catch the Paul Brown Stadium with the crew tower behind it and then that great American, that's that's a newer building with that tiara on top of it. And then they light it up. And then like when I go to work, if I I usually go during the day, but if I pick up a late shift and I go in and it's Bengal season, I pass this sign where it says Cincinnati real big, but it's just like these um like uh sheets like some kind of sheets that are hanging up at a at a diagonal kind of thing and they shoot lights up on them at different colors and it says cincinnati across it so they change the colors for what's going on in the city but i love it when i pull past there and it's lit up in orange well and if you move look at how many things are like you love so much like skyline and graders and uh you were just posted about like the Geta or whatever. Yes. Like, isn't that a big Cincinnati thing? Yes. It's Geta is so local. Like you cannot like Skyline has branched out. You can get Skyline other places, but Geta, we would take that on vacation with us, like four or five rolls of Geta. That shit. It's like I if I describe Geta to people that don't know what the fuck it is, man, take oatmeal sausage and mix them together. So just everything about Cincinnati, you're madly in love with. I don't know that there's a Cincinnati thing. That I don't fucking love. What is a Cincinnati thing that I don't love? I don't know. Uh, what What is that hippo at the zoo that everybody? I could get, yeah, I could give a fuck about. Feeling. You're like, I hate that bitch. <laughs> I'm not. Like, oh. Although I'll bet that that's there's some good bacon on that thing. Oh, right. Hippos are fat as shit, man. You know they probably got good bacon on them. You can't right? talk that way about Fiona. Fiona. Yeah, get a FLT. A Fiona lettuce and tomato. Yeah, you, you're gonna get you no more ghetto for you. You talk about Fiona like Man. that. Well, then I'm not talking bad about Fiona ghetto. Oh, also for anybody from not from Cincinnati, Gleers, Gleers ghetto. Don't get fucking other ghetto. Get Gleers. That ghetto is elite. When we cook that shit, we call uh, my kids. <laughs> you call know, it there's Papa's probably bacon. people listening that is like, what is he trying to say? What is ghetto? He has to be talking about something else. What actually no. is ghetto? What is ghetto? So it's like, I think somebody said it's like Scrapple. There's some kind of shit called Scrapple. It's like a loaf. They take like oats, steel oats, and then some kind of spices and sausage. And then they make like a, it's kind of comes in like a sausage kind of tube. Yeah, it looks like a tube of sausage. Yeah, but it's got lines down the side of it. So it shows you exactly how thick to cut it. And then you grill it up just like sausage. Here, look, I have a picture from when I posted it. There it is. Yeah, I see that. Clear yeah. But, so it's basically like a type of and, sausage. And I put your favorite condiment is what I put on ghetto. Ketchup? Yes. I, <laughs> I like ketchup on my ghetto. I can eat it without the ketchup, and it's delicious. But I do like a little ketchup on my ghetto. Anybody coming to Cincinnati, oh, my God. I You know what? Fuck it. Every game that we go to in lot one, I have got to pick up a couple tubes of ghetto, and we'll put them on the Blackstone. And if people want to come down there and you're like, what the fuck is this ghetto chop? I want to try that. I will have Geta. That'll be yeah. my contribution to the um, cookouts. Like, I know Santori's making tacos for the first game. Well, guess what, motherfucker? You can make a taco, a Geta taco. They have Geta Fest down here, and they have Geta everything. There's a pe- you can get Geta pizza here on the west side. Man, y'all ghetto crazy. Geta, yeah, in the Geta. In the Geta. Small child cries in the ghetto. Living in a ghetto paradise. Small child cries in the ghetto. <laughs> and after our singing, we will end with one more question here on the Ask Chop Anything. And it's for both of us this time. Yeah. 
Uh, team remodel Paul Brown, which is most likely we're tearing down and building a brand new stadium. Uh, new stadiums are a lot, and they're expensive. Um, yep. But gosh, they have a good I don't thing. know. You don't pay for it. You live in Portsmouth, so you ain't going to pay for it. Yeah, I can just say a new one then. Get to get right. you a new I one, live, brand new. I, I'm, I'm hey, they done took counter. away my refills. What's my uh, free refills going toward? It should be going toward a new stadium anyways. I think, honestly, between our show, Rally, and uh, Jeff's show, me, Jeff, and Greg are the only ones that will pay for that stadium. Everybody yeah. else lives too far out. Even okay, Santori lives in a different county. So Hamilton County will pay for it. And guess what, motherfucker? Take my money. I would take a new stadium. This is a new Bengals. Just start all everything new. Yeah, I'd it's like already the, got like the, you know, they went ahead and they changed the name. It's this and that. We've got a ring of honor now. I mean, but they, it is probably going to be remodeled because they already start. At least they're trying now to remodel and make it look nicer. Because, man, I'm telling you, the only time I went on a stadium tour and you go from where the tunnel is to where the locker room area is. Those walls were just like gray and depressing yeah. looking. And it's just like, so I hope to God they like painted those up and something. I don't know. It's just like, it seemed dreary ass to go from like raw the locker room to the field. I mean, I know these guys are professionals, but still it's like, it's also a professional organization. You can't tell me you can't make it look nice around the, what the players have to look at every day and would, toss in your team history while you're doing it. You know. And a new stadium could have some like orange and black seats. How about that? Orange hey. and black seats. I don't know why. Or remodel. Fuck. Or you could remodel they, and do that. They're not going to replace all those seats. Like all those seats in there are good. It's like like the seats are not in bad shape. If you haven't been to Paycor Stadium, it's like the seats are nice. I mean, they're not worn out or anything. The cup holders aren't broke. I mean, it's a nice stadium, but I don't know. In my head, when they started teasing the thing about the stadium contract coming up to an end and talking about building a new one i started thinking that like how i like football played in the outdoors and how great that is but then i also thought about january games and how fucking cold my toes are and i'm freezing up there and so i started thinking man i, I would take some air conditioner for that preseason game i bro i am not gonna be mad if they build a fucking big dome yeah and not only that, but guess what? Pork Chop's going to do in the offseason if they build a big fucking dome, man. I'm going to go watch Monster Trucks in that bitch. They don't do that at Paycor, but uh, maybe it's because they don't know if it's going to rain. If you get a dome, we're going to get all kinds of big, giant fucking things we can do inside that dome, right? Besides football, so. Orgies. <laughs> big, giant fucking orgies, <laughs> right? Big, giant fucking orgies. Just get it everywhere. Smear it on your nipples. <laughs> the get the getta and the ketchup. It's gonna be a fucking elite orgy. Before we get out of here, I want to mention the rest of this week. So Friday, the plan is to have Matt Hamilton. He works with uh Kay Adams on Up and Adams. I think he's like a producer. He also on air. He was when she was in, he was in at the camp. So we'll get his overall thoughts on the Bengals for this season. Um uh, they're also part of like Fandle TV. So I want to mention Fandle TV. Um, awesome that he's going to come on with us and give us some time on Friday. Not sure who of us will be on, but that's irrelevant. Right. He'll be on. That's right. the main thing. He might, and, might just be him. <laughs> yeah. Interview yourself for us. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then Saturday, since the game's Friday at seven, that'll, that will be at three 30 on Friday. And then Saturday, we're going to have a, another brew cap episode of the Bengals Falcons game and just maybe players who stood out 
maybe Tyson Anderson will have three interceptions this time. And Dominic Whoa. Davis will uh, get two forced fumble turnovers and force some more pressures for those interceptions. So, Yosef Osh, maybe he'll have 10 catches. Maybe he'll hit his 10 mark. He needs six more to do it, and Greg can drop his nuts in my face. I'm <laughs> yes. sure he'd love that. But that'll be Saturday at 7 p.m., and we already have one guest lined up, and that is the O-line guru himself. So that'll be good to hear from Mr. Peter Parker, Pancake Blake. Right. So Parker Blake will be with us, and he'll be talking about the O-line, what he's like, dislike, you know, maybe why is Dalton Risner still available? Is there yeah. a move there? Um, who makes the team? Who's the backups, you know? How – how much victory lap is he doing about Jonah Williams? Because he never once doubted him moving to right tackle. He actually wanted that all along. So it'll be exciting to have Parker on once oh, again. Yes. Not sure who will be on with that. I think Joe maybe, and I think I'll be on Saturday for sure. I, Friday, 3.30 is up in the air. But uh, Chop will be at a Reds game. I am, but I, you, I'll tell you what, though. When that Reds game's over, I'm going to watch the episode because I fucking I want to hear what Parker's got to say about the RO line. Yeah, who gives a shit about the rest of us? But Parker's going right. to be on but, here Saturday. Fuck y'all, fuck y'all. Parker's <laughs> going to be on. I want to hear about that O-line. But, yeah, I am excited to hear from Parker. It's been a while, so, you know, we've got basically since camp start everything to hear about all the O-line play and anything else. Parker's not just specific to O-line, but he is an O-line guru. So Maybe he can tell some shit about Utah. Yeah. Maybe what's their getter? Hey, speaking of Utah, though, what is they got a player that uh, – Oh, yeah, they drafted a player in Utah down there in Atlanta, Clark, Clark Phillips. Phillips. Clark yeah. Phillips the third, And I, I liked, liked him. him. I liked him, too. He just uh, he didn't run well, and he's smaller. But all that kid did was make plays. I think he right. led the NCAA in interceptions last year. Playmaker. He's a straight-up playmaker. He's listed fourth on this depth chart. It says he's questionable. I'm guessing he's just injured. I don't know why else he'd be fourth on any depth chart. He's too good to be that far. Right. Yeah. All right. But, Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Um, man, sports always awesome. 